Welcome to the Grow with Zoe podcast. I'm your host, Zoe Pinjatori, and I'll be talking all things self-development. I will guide you through personal growth with new perspectives to live your best life as your true self. Enjoy! Hi, my loves. Welcome back to the Grow with Zoe podcast. Um, happy May. It's so exciting that it's finally May, except for the fact that this week here has been completely just rainy and gloomy, and my spirit is feeling it. Like, I am just, it's just not been it for me this week, but I am really excited for the spring, and I'm really excited for this episode. Oh, guys, so much has happened um, since the last episode. But like, not really. I'm dramatic and we all know that by now. But I just wanted to kind of like touch on the revamp that I was talking about. Um, And I mentioned in the last two episodes that I'm really like doing a podcast revamp, changing the cover, changing um, just like some logistical stuff of it. And as I still am and really, really feel aligned to do that. I had the photo shoot for the podcast cover last week and my ego took a hit. I was so insecure. I felt so unaligned, just so not like myself, but I also was just being so mean to myself and uh, I didn't like any of the pictures. So I wouldn't say it was a waste of time. Um, It was a great lesson and a great realization that I have work to further do with my self-image and my insecurities and healing those wounds. But um, yeah, it was just, it didn't go as planned. So I was planning to kind of have the podcast revamped done by now. I was really hoping by like May 1st, it was going to be kind of ready, but it is now May 5th, and I have everything done for the revamp except the visual, which is the podcast cover, which is what I feel kind of like finalizes the revamp. It kind of like draws everything together and makes it feel extra new. Um, I feel like all the other things are just going to be, are like more of, yeah, like I don't know. So, I don't know if I'm going to wait until I find, until I retake some photos and create a podcast cover that I feel really aligns and that feels right. But anyways, um, I just, I more so wanted to talk about that because of the idea of insecurities and this is not the podcast episode by any means. This isn't the, um, the focus, but I just, it was just something I wanted to touch on because I feel like, you know, it's really easy to kind of just see someone online and to, um, like think or assume that they don't have insecurities or that they don't have hard times or they don't judge themselves and X, Y, and Z. And I think throughout this whole podcast experience, I think the one thing that I've really tried to, um, like try to get across is that, we're all the same. We all go through very similar experiences and, you know, things you may assume about people you don't really know are probably not true. There's a lot of highlighting. There's a lot of faking. There's a lot of, you know, doing what you got to do to come across a certain way. And I really have tried my best to not fall into that trap and to not like just create stories about myself that aren't true like if I'm insecure like I'm gonna say it if I'm having a bad day like I'm gonna talk about it I'm not just gonna pretend that I'm having a great day and post like old things that would make it seem like it is a good day like I try and be as authentic and as real as possible whether that's through my episodes or whether that's through what I post online or just what I share as me being a human being I am in no no means perfect by any by any regulations and I don't claim to be and I honestly don't want to be I think it is so beautiful to learn and to grow and to take risks and to make mistakes and to do better I think that that's the beauty in life but just to kind of preface like 
you know, insecurities are so real and comparison is so real. No matter who you think somebody is, like, they still go through things like that. And, you know, I just really didn't feel good about myself that day. There was a lot of comparison. There was a lot of self-judgment, a lot of just like being mean to myself. And I let that get in the way of creation, like from the soul and just like what I really came to do that day and in that moment and like really capture full embodiment. But it is what it is. Everything happens for a reason. I'm really not like I really, I got over it quickly, to be completely honest, and I'm not going to let myself, like, create an experience out of that. It's just not going to be my story, but I definitely experience bad days. I definitely experience insecurities and all the things in between. I just really more so wanted to preface that because, one, I think it's a great reminder, but two, if you're like, where's this revamp girl? It's just not here yet, Um, but I'm still debating if I should just, like, go ahead with what I'm hoping you like all the other little changes that I'm making and then just when the podcast cover comes it comes but let me know what you guys think reach out to me on Instagram if you have any opinion around that but um and I'll talk a little bit more about little things I wanted to include on the revamp um but I was gonna say something and oh yes this is what I was gonna say I got over it really quickly but in this because I did the work that needed to be done And I have adopted this new mindset that quote-unquote bad days, quote-unquote negative thoughts are a blueprint to what needs focus, attention, support, and healing. So when I had insecure thoughts and I had, and I was mean to myself and, you know, X, Y, Z, I wasn't more so, I wasn't like, oh my gosh, like mad at myself for it, but I was like, okay, there is healing that needs to be done. And I was like, I need to focus my attention and heal my self-image and work on loving myself more and loving my body more and all of these things. So it was one of those moments that, yes, I have come so far in those areas, but that doesn't mean that the work is done once you reach a certain place. We are always evolving. We are always changing. New insecurities come up, new comparisons come up, and we have to keep doing the work. It never ends, but it's so worth it guys it is so worth it so I love this work so much and that's what I want to talk about this episode but but what I just wanted to kind of mention was the idea that our thoughts and those um feelings are a blueprint towards what needs support attention healing you know xyz so when I came home from the photo shoot I took a shower got myself into a relaxed state got into bed and did a self-image meditation. And I just focused on healing my self-image because I was like, I'm not going to let that be my story, but I'm super hyper aware that this is still lingering within me. I have not quote unquote healed, fully healed this area of my life. And because these thoughts are coming up, it's telling me that I need more support in this area currently. So not only did I do this self image meditation to heal um, some self-image insecurities and just like negative feelings that I was having, especially that day, but also bringing awareness to in what ways have I been neglecting myself lately to trigger my self-image being in a low state. So to me, that was a blueprint of like, okay, you need support around your self-image and your self-love. So lately I've been extra focused on making sure I'm giving myself that and I'm being extra kind to myself and I'm speaking to myself with love and respect because I deserve that. And also because having that day was a big sign that I've been neglecting that area. And I just want to kind of say that don't look at your negative thoughts and your negative feelings or whatever as something wrong with you because there's nothing wrong with you, but instead look at them as where in my life do I need support, focus, healing, right? Where do I need to put my attention? If you're having a lot of insecure thoughts, if you're having a lot of doubts and worries, if you're having physical issues, like where do you need to put your focus, right? And just think of that because when you notice the symptoms that your body is giving you, whether those are physical symptoms or mental or emotional symptoms, that is your sign and signal 
to focus on whatever is triggering those signs and signals, those symptoms. So just think of that. Maybe you ask yourself right now, like, what are some things you're struggling with? What are some, you know, thought patterns that keep coming up? How are you feeling in your physical body? And what can you do to support yourself and bring your attention to those areas to give yourself some more love and healing? So just something to think about and um, a tool that I've been using a lot and that has been really helping me. So I hope that kind of helps you give some maybe um, thought process to and support, just being able to give yourself that support around how you're feeling currently. Okay, so today's episode, I really wanted to talk about why health and wellness and this work is so important to me because, you know, I feel like there's just, it's a very trendy thing, like to be into health and wellness and it is just so much more than a freaking trend to me and it always has been. I started my healing journey 10 years ago when I was literally a teenager and social media barely started and I was just just doing it because it's honestly what I needed. There was no other option for me than to focus on health and wellness. And I will get into my story a little bit more just to explain why it is so important to me. But I do have an episode where I do share my whole story. I basically cry the whole time. Hopefully I won't cry this time. So if you don't want to listen to me cry, you can kind of just hear the Coles notes here. (laughs) But um, yeah, I think there is a lot of things that... health and wellness has done for me and having it as a focus has completely changed my life not me feeling like I need to cry guys I haven't cried on the podcast in so long I've been doing so good but honestly every time I talk about how far I've come it makes me emotional and it's only because I've spent so much time just not acknowledging myself guys like not acknowledging how far I've come and the changes that I've made and just kind of sitting here like, okay, girl, do more. (laughs) There's more to do. There's more to be. And sometimes I just need moments like this where I can reflect on how far I've come and what I've created for myself because I lose sight of that so often. And this is not a sad episode by any means. Um, and I hope that like at the end of this, you feel motivated to start your health journey or to pick it back up or take it more seriously, whatever that means. But I am just like thinking, and I hope that you use this moment to also think of yourself and how far you've come. And even just like turning on this podcast that is related to bettering yourself, like you're making the steps, you're doing what you need to do and you should be so proud of yourself. And I need to be proud of myself because I'm so often like judging myself and putting so much pressure on myself to do more and to be more. And I'm like comparing to like, okay, well, this person did this and ugh, so it's so draining. And again, like this is just real and raw. And these are the things that I never want to filter out of the podcast because I can hit stop recording and let myself do what I need to do and then come back but I'm human and I want you guys to feel that from me and I just appreciate you guys holding space and this is the beauty of talking also like opening up your throat chakra I can feel it tightening when I talk about these things because my body doesn't want to talk about it because there's like that block but I make myself talk about it because this release, see, like this release that I didn't even know I needed to cry was here. So yeah, honestly, guys, like it's been wild lately. Like I've really been trying to tap into what it means to be my highest authentic self And as I have reached many versions of that self, I feel there is one that I have yet to tap into. And this like magical being is just like waiting to like jump out of me. And I'm really determined on getting there. But my, there's so many distractions that I put myself through. And the number one is my phone. And I literally made an episode about this like maybe a couple months ago. 
it's like why your phone addiction is like lacking something I don't know (laughs) there's something along those lines and it was like one of my most listened to episodes and I wasn't even gonna make that episode I literally remember recording for the first five minutes and being like should I delete this because I was like feel like this is so niche like I feel like nobody's gonna get this I feel like this is just a me thing and I feel like that's silly like we should all know by this point we're all addicted to our phones but part of me was like nobody wants to hear this like they want quote-unquote value but I think that episode brought a lot of value because I don't even think we realize how freaking addicted we are to this phone and how much damage it brings to our lives like there's a lot of good things about social media don't get me wrong I love the connection aspects I love being able to get inspired and to be motivated I love like connecting with you guys making new friends like being able to stay up to date with people I haven't seen in a long time like things like that it makes things very there is a lot of connection if you use it right but there is still like there has to be a balance and there has to be a limit it is so draining like I feel like I'm losing myself to overstimulation. Like I literally, like when I recorded the first part of this episode, I had to press pause and pick up my phone just to like check it. Like I can't even tune out for five minutes without being like, what's on my phone? And it's like not even a, it's not even like a conscious thing that I'm doing. I'm just like, holy shit, there I go again, picking up the phone. And it's like, I don't want to be so attached to something and like so needing for something to feel something like I feel like sometimes I can't even feel anything unless I turn on my phone and I look at apps and sometimes I like feel myself like opening the Instagram app and like sinking into my seat and doing a little like shift you know what I mean to like get comfier because I'm like ooh, I'm sitting into my comfort and this is so comfy to me but it's like I do not want to be in that space like that scares me and I think it's it's because it's been very numb like I've been very numb to the effects of it for so long but that's what being numb means it's like you don't even realize those things and I've been trying to bring a lot more awareness into it and I'm super aware of how much numbing this phone brings to me and especially the apps just like even like neglecting simple things like going outside because I'm so addicted to the phone and like I am sure I have I don't even know like I'm not perfect is what I said at the beginning and I am not like I have an issue with it too because I work from online like my business is online so I feel unproductive if I'm not posting or if I'm not connecting I'm not on my phone and sometimes I'm not even doing anything business related or I'm not even doing anything productive except scrolling through like accounts or reels or whatever and it's like that's not even productive but then when I'm not on it I feel like I'm not doing what I should be doing so there's that like balance that I'm trying to like get into too but also if you don't know about human design this is something to look into I'm not going to talk too much about it um look up like Jenna Zoe and she um does she has a like a platform or like whatever a brand my human design fill out your stuff find out your human design I love human design I'm not going to talk too much about it but um I'm a projector in human design and projectors are one of the most the one of the more like uncommon types of people or types of like energy types so I feel like sometimes I can get really absorbed by the more common ones which are very like go 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 and just like tons of energy and just like like just a lot and for me like being a projector it's a little bit more of like slower energy more like doing less and like one of the things that projectors usually call themselves is like quote-unquote lazy because we just feel like we have less of that energy and a big thing being a projector is reminding yourself that you can do a lot less and create a lot more so for my fellow projectors out there um yeah like you can do a lot less than you think and create a lot more. So that is the energy I'm trying to step into. I have one other friend um, that I know that is a projector and 
she helps me so much like in this energy and just like she's such an expander for me and if you don't um know her kayla mcmanus she is the founder of the km method and she also has a podcast called conversations with km she just started it and it's amazing so listen to her but also guys just i love like i don't i try not to let these things like limit me like horoscopes and like human design all of these things I know I have potential and space to be who I need to be but there's something about human design that just like really speaks to me that I really really align with and I find that when I do kind of just follow in that energy of what my design is I feel so much better and I just feel more like myself so this is something that I really am trying to just fully step into and to embrace. Um, but again, like if you don't know your human design, I highly recommend like just checking it out and seeing um, what design you are and learning a little bit more about it. It can really just help you use your energy efficiently and just kind of like productively in a sense. So yeah, with that being said, I am learning to slow down and do less and let my body do that, sleep more, like literally work less and do less, but be more, like provide more. And just like, I feel like I try so hard to stay up with like the energy and be posting all the time and doing all these things and always being like available, always on social media, always doing this. But it's like, I actually, I think like my programming is telling me that that's productive and that I always need to be on. But my like internal self is like, this doesn't feel productive. I feel so drained. So I'm trying to step into this new energy of like, I can do less, provide more, be more and be more expansive from doing less and taking more time going inwards that's the thing with like projectors too and you may resonate with this regardless of knowing your human design and just go with that like this is great advice anyways like it's all about the balance at the end of the day but being able to like go inwards and like use that time like with myself to become a better person to become a better coach to just be more of who I'm supposed to be by learning more about myself and taking care of my inner my inner space and being more in tune with that is going to help me be more of that quote-unquote productivity that I want to be so finding that space and honestly today was like a, a morning I woke up just like kind of anxious and I was like trying to do some deeper work. I kept getting distracted. I kind of just felt like I wasn't there. I was feeling a little bit tired. And then I was going on my phone and I was like, what am I doing? Like literally, what am I doing? Like, why am I on my phone? There's nothing here for me. I keep like refreshing and there's no notifications. Like, I'm like, what am I even looking for at this point? So I just deleted my apps. I literally deleted all of the main apps that I check and I just got rid of them. And I was like, it's Friday right now. And I was like, I'm not going on I'm not re-downloading these apps till Monday when I have to like, I don't know, like check my DMs or connect with clients or whatever. But I was like, I put, I posted on my story. I was like, I'm deleting all my apps. If you need me, email me. And that is just what I'm doing. And I'm going to try and commit to doing this weekly because I feel like this is going to give me that space I need to refresh, but also just that space to reconnect with who I truly am and reconnect with like myself as a human being and not a robot. Like I am not, like we are not meant to be stimulated by something all the time. My attention span is becoming so minuscule. I cannot focus on things for long. I can't like, like, oh, it's just not me. It just doesn't feel right. And I'm like, this can't be happening. So no social for the next three days. I'm like, I'm done. I haven't done anything like this in the last year. I've been so glued to socials at my hip and it's just not serving me. So I'm literally so excited. And I'm, I texted my friend. I was like, I'm so ready for the withdrawal symptoms. Like bring them on. Like I'm ready to get through this. And I know it will be because it's an addiction. Like that stimulation, it releases hormones in our brain it makes us crave our phone makes us crave the constant stimulation from reels and information overload and blah 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 but that's this kind of a side tangent but that is also part of my health obviously and my well-being and just like being aware of like the aspects that 
are disconnect further disconnecting us from our truth and our bodies numbing us out to even how we feel like you can literally feel a pain signal in your body and be so numbed out on your phone that you don't even notice that something's happening and you're missing a, a huge cue from your body that it needs support or help so it's like spending that time to actually tune in and be with yourself and notice these things um, this morning I sat after I was feeling like kind of a mess and I sat and I was like, okay, what do I need? I closed my eyes. I was just in silence and I was like, let's get real. What do I need right now? And my body just said less stimulation, no phone. So immediately I opened my phone. I deleted my apps. I was like, okay, I'm listening to you. You've been screaming at me for so long that you needed this and I have been neglecting you, my body, and I'm so sorry. And I realized that and I was like, no, I'm going to give her what she needs. If she doesn't want her phone, she's not getting it. I'm deleting these apps. I'm making sure that we're not doing it because I can tell myself like we're not doing it, you know, but deleting the apps is so much more like finite. Like it's really like I've gone to open the little like folder and then realizing the apps aren't there. And then I like click out and I've done it like four or five times in the last two hours um, because of habits. Half the time, guys, we don't even freaking realize that we are on our phone. It's like a habit. We picked up the phone. Now we're on social media. Have you ever like closed Instagram, then opened Instagram back up? Like that's come on, that is not being aware, right? Like that is full lack of awareness. And let's, that's just the reality of it. And I'm not saying anything bad on you. I literally, I do the exact same thing. And that is why I had to delete the apps today. And I was like three days, no socials and at the least. And I want to do this every week because I feel like it's going to revive me. And my friend Kayla, who I was just talking about, I know she does this. And like I said, she's such an expander for me because she, I see so much of myself in her. And I'm like, okay, she does it, me too. (laughs) So I hope that this inspires you to take a break, connect back from yourself. You're going to be okay. Everything will still be there when you log back in. You're not going to miss anything. Your algorithm won't let you down, guys. Don't worry. You'll see everything you're supposed to. But take a break for your own well-being and your own mental sanity and your safety inside with yourself. Like, take a break. And with all of that being said, Let's like fully jump into the episode and why health and wellness is so important to me. And honestly, it's so important to me. I think that this is a great episode to one, remind myself of like why I do this work and like how the hard times of growing and healing are so worth it. And I hope that this also inspires you to embark on your journey because of the changes that you can make, but also maybe go deeper in your journey and maybe restart it. But my journey started like 10 years ago and I was about 12, 13. I was 13 at the time. And I, what did I do? I started with, I think I was like 12. I was 12. So it was 11 years ago. I started my healing journey. And for me, I quickly realized that I didn't like my body. I was really mean to my body. I started to see it as something that wasn't beautiful. And I developed an eating disorder. I wouldn't say it was as intense as I know of some people. I'm grateful for the ability to be able to have healed from what I experienced But I did things like to my body that didn't scream love, like not feed it and like overfeed it and all of those things, overworking it, causing stress on it, forcing it to do things it didn't want to do. And this was all out of wanting to be accepted by other people But because that isn't actually what matters, the journey felt like it never ended and like it got worse because I constantly didn't accept myself, which made it feel like the journey never ended, you know, because I'm always waiting for that further validation. But even when people did accept me, the truth is, is that they accepted me all along, no matter how I looked. And I made, I made a story about my body, how it needed to look for me to love myself but I 
it never got there because you have to love yourself in all versions of who you are. That was a big lesson of mine, but my journey started through self-image, body image, shame, those types of emotions. And through the way I was treating my physical body, I developed mental setbacks. I developed physical setbacks, started to feel arthritis coming out of my body at the age of 13. Couldn't sit in school for long, could barely hold a pencil. My joints were so inflamed. Everything was so in so much pain. And I started to experience really bad anxiety. At 13, 14, I was like anxious, depressed, sad, like just so many feelings. And it didn't feel right. Like I didn't feel like I was experiencing life as a kid. I was crying every day. I was judging myself every day. I was trying to compete with myself and others every single day. I gossiped. I wasn't nice. Like there was so much of me that was hurting. Like I was hurting from the inside out and there was so many things that caused this hurt, whether that was my childhood, which I have gone through in other episodes and I'm going to talk more personally just about my experience this episode. So if you want to hear more things like that, you can find the other episode. I'll link it in the show notes. But I began to feel so much hatred within myself about myself that I took it out on others because, you know, when you are in a low place, it's so much easier. It feels it almost feels good to like make others also feel low because then you feel like you're not the only low one. And Obviously, that's not good, and I thank God quickly learned from that, but it's it's like now I look back at her, and I'm like, poor girl was literally hurting from the inside out because she lacked so much love in her life, and now I just wish I could just give her all that love because she was just a kid, like, at the end of the day, and she was always going to be okay, you know, but anyways. <sighs> So when I started to experience anxiety, that was really scary for me. I like lost a part of who I was. I was like scared to do absolutely everything and anything. And fast forward, I experienced my anxiety turned into OCD, which is obsessive compulsive disorder. And OCD can look like so many things to so many different people. And I think when we first think of OCD, we think of the traditional, like, everything needs to be organized, like a hyper-organized person or like hyper-aware and like, oh, this needs to be placed here. Everything needs to look a certain way. And like, yes, that is OCD. That's a form of OCD. That's not the OCD I experienced. I experienced obsessive thoughts and compulsive thoughts where thoughts would just like come in my head and I had to act on them and it scared me because when you're having negative thoughts it's like you're like scared because you're like what if I act on these negative thoughts one day and it's not like it's just like I don't even know like it's just the idea that like I remember telling myself and I've talked about this in the last episode but like I had compulsive thoughts like I couldn't wear blue or white because then something bad would happen and if I didn't like touch my shower curtain like five times before I left the bathroom then something bad would happen if I didn't touch this certain part of the wall when I came up from the laundry room then something bad would happen if I didn't like scratch my left cheek and then my right cheek then like something bad would happen like it was always like that type of equation and like I remember like leaving for school and like having to touch the doorknob like so many times because it just didn't feel right And my stepdad was like in the kitchen and I didn't think anyone could see me. And he was like, are you okay? He's like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, there's just like something on the doorknob because I realized that like, that's not normal, you know? So he was like, oh, I thought you were like having OCD. And he like kind of laughed. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I am. I was like, I am suffering from this because it was so freaking draining. It was so like, like, I couldn't do anything. Like, I, like, was late to school because I was, like, touching a doorknob 20 times. And I'm, like, 
like it's just so crazy like when our brain isn't in optimal health how it can react in our lives and I realized I was like this is not a way to live like I remember being on a plane like I hate flying like I don't love it but I remember being on a plane when my OCD was at the highest it was a nine-hour flight to Europe (laughs) I was visiting family and when I fly I used to have this OCD where I had to like keep my hands into fists because I was scared that if I opened them the plane would crash so I would sit there with my hands in fists and I would sit there and I would sit there I'd have to pee I can't get up because I'm like I can't. If I open my fist, something bad's going to happen. I have to sit there. I'm hungry. I want my water. Like, I couldn't move. Like, it was so, like, it was so hard. And, like, I'm not saying this to, like, obviously get, like, petty or pity or whatever from anybody. Like, you guys all know that. And I know I don't need to say that. This is a safe place for me to share how I feel. And I hope by this, like, me sharing this, like, I hope that you guys feel inspiration to take charge of your life and to make changes happen. And that if you have gone through something like this, like, you're not alone. And I'm always here to talk to you and to, like, support you. Because I know how it feels. And I didn't tell anybody about this. I'm also sorry about my cry voice. I know it's, like, probably annoying. But... I didn't tell anybody about it because I was really ashamed and like it was really hard to just like let myself live and just like not be scared every day and I'm just so grateful now like thinking of how far I've come and like how these things don't even exist in my life for me anymore like I'm so free and it feels so good it's crazy guys but like I really just hope that this inspires you to like take control of your life because I've come so far and it was really all thanks to this work like all thanks to loving myself and committing to myself and doing the hard things and eating better in a way that fuels my body and getting outside and like surrounding myself with people that light me up and learning about my body and learning about my mind and giving myself things that I need and like going inwards and connecting with myself and all of these things have been such a crucial part to my healing journey mentally and physically and you know going through eating disorders body dysmorphia body image issues hating myself because of the way I spoke and the things that I said and just not ever feeling good enough never feeling like I amounted to anyone else that was in the room and like always having that comparison dealing with anxiety, dealing with depression, dealing with OCD, dealing with family that I felt was toxic. And just like, I know that we all go through these things. And I I know that, you know, we all have versions of these in our lives. I'm not saying that I'm the only one. I'm sharing this to make you feel like you're not alone. Like someone like me who has come out the other side, sees you and feels for you and is here for you. And we're all the same at the end of the day we all go through very similar experiences you're not alone like whatever you're going through and whatever you have gone through it is not your past is not a determination of your future and I'll tell you that right now because if my past was like I would not be where I am today but I was able to listen to myself do the hard work and come out the other side in what felt like a really short period of time with so many lessons so many amazing people in my life and this deep connection to myself things like just changing the way i ate more whole foods less processed food less sugar simple things like that being able to connect to myself spiritually and move my body hot yoga was the first thing i started doing went to a studio that felt like home because i was able to get out of my home that felt toxic to me at the time when i was living with my parents and I was able to release there and to be there and to just like meet a new version of myself. So I took time to like get spiritual and to get connected with myself. Get over the fact that you feel like it's cringe. It's not like knowing yourself and challenging yourself is so beautiful and should be so applauded for things like meditation, journaling, releasing, learning, getting real with yourself. This is the thing, asking yourself the questions and taking actionable changes to answer the, to 
to give yourself the answer that you need. Like whether that's deleting all the phones off your app or going for a walk, like what does your body need? Give it to yourself, right? Like listen to yourself. Cutting people out of my life that didn't feel like aligned with me, just creating a smaller circle, stopping caring what other people think. Like that's a huge one because why do most people go through issues with our bodies? It's because we feel like we need to look a certain way to be accepted or for someone to like us. But like I just always say to myself and to my clients, like, how do you feel in your physical body? How does your physical body feel? Do you have energy? Do you feel happy? Do you feel, do you feel okay physically? Do you experience a lot of bloat and digestion issues and all of these things? Do you feel okay physically? Or is it like you creating these stories about your body and you know what I mean? Like, it's like, how do you feel physically? Because that's what matters the absolute most. You could look a totally different way, but feel completely sick. Is that worth it? Like, no, it's not. It's not, it's not, it's not. That's not even in the question. Your, the way you feel is the most important. It's just what, it's the top priority. And if we can step into how we feel, we can realize that how we look naturally becomes the most beautiful, radiant version of ourselves because we're focusing on our health. And our health is radiant and beautiful and it looks different for everyone, but it doesn't matter because it's radiant, beautiful and healthy and that's the number one priority. Things like doing what scares you. Honestly, like doing the thing that you're like, your brain is telling you you can't do and just doing it anyways is so important. And this is because like having that support system internally, but also in your environment is so important. Like because I was able to love myself more, I was able to make decisions like that. Like I was able to go into fear a little bit because I knew I had my support and I knew I could trust myself. And I also created a great night tight knit group of people around me that always had my back and best interest. So like I always had support and that's what's really important. And whether you feel like you don't have people in your life physically, like I talked about earlier, one really good thing about social media is online connections and being able to connect with people all over the world. So if you feel like you don't have a group of friends near you, get reaching out to people that you feel like you can align with and schedule calls with them because that is That is something that never was there in the past and something so beautiful to take advantage of. You can meet and connect with so many people that can really impact your life. Some of my best friends, most of my best friends have come from online relationships and we need to take advantage of that and create that group of people in your life, you know, in that way, if you don't have people around you physically. But this work has gotten me through the hardest times, being able to show up for myself, say, I love you, be silent with myself, you know, go back and investigate things that were hard for me to go through and understand what I really needed in all of those moments and being able to nourish my body through food and through supplements and through sunlight and through water and through wellness practices, like moving my body, hot and cold therapy, all these things that just like greater my connection to my physical body has been what has helped me on this journey. I think being able to slow the freak down, guys, like we need to slow down, all of us. Like I talked about earlier, the phone stimulation, the need for, the literal need for speed. Like we're always trying to do the most and try and do more. And sometimes we just need to like be where we are, appreciate where we are, slow down, go inwards. Like our bodies are so smart. And over the years, we've lost touch with our intuition. If I could connect with my intuition when I was 12, I would have been, I would have been done in a year. Like I, my body was always telling me what I needed, but I didn't listen to it. I didn't even know how. How do you listen to your body when you have a million opinions and a bunch of information overload all the time? And now it's even worse. Me 10 years ago, Instagram just started. I was whatever, but it's like now I think of people that age and like all the over, like we need to just pause. We need to step away from it. We need to take time away and we need to take time to go inwards and to create self-loving practices. So with that being said, I want you to think of two to three things that you can start doing for yourself 
in the morning and two to three things you can start doing for yourself at night to connect inwards with yourself. And that can look like a minute of breathing and asking yourself, what do I need today? That can look like a 20 minute meditation. That can look like a walk outside. That can look like journaling how you feel. That can look like getting a health coach or a healer or finally signing up for a therapist or whatever type of guidance is calling you. Because that was a big thing that helped me too was getting a health coach. And that's why I am a health coach now because the the changes that the health coach brought to me was like what I wanted to be for other people. It inspired me so much and the drastic ways my life changed. I was like, this is what I'm also supposed to do because I want to be that for other people. And it is so amazing to have guidance and to have help and to just have somebody that like you can just fully talk about yourself for. We need to talk about ourselves more and to get to get inwards more, learn more about ourselves. I love support. I love guidance. We don't have to do this all alone. And honestly, we shouldn't. There's people that can shed new perspectives on you. It doesn't mean that anyone's better than you. It just means that everyone has different perspectives and different messages to share that can really help and guide you and support you through your journey. Another thing is like sometimes we don't, when we're still struggling to find that within, it can be tough to want to do things for ourselves. But when we have a coach or a healer that's like guiding us towards a certain something, we are way more inclined to do it, to show up for them. But at the end of the day, you reap all of the benefits and I think that's something I learned too about myself is like, wow, when I got a health coach, I was so sure to like do all my homework and so sure to like be there for all the meetings. But isn't it crazy how when I tell myself I want to do this or I tell myself I want to commit to this time, I just neglect what I've given myself to do. And why is that? That was a big sign of like my self-worth and like how I how I put others above me, you know, when it's like we're all the same and like we you need to commit to yourself. So Look at, look at the way you feel, you know, like, how do you feel mentally? Do you feel your absolute best? Great. Keep doing what you're doing. Do you feel like there's space for you to go deeper to learn more about yourself? Do you feel like there's blocks that need to be unblocked? Do you feel like there's healings that need to go through? Do you feel like there's wounds that need to be healed? Do you feel like you're struggling through some mental illnesses? Like, These are all signs and signals that there's some imbalance in your body, whether that's a chemical imbalance, whether that's an emotional imbalance, whether that's a physical imbalance, like something is not in harmony. And that is why you're experiencing these symptoms. And that was what happened with me. But when I looked at the things that I needed, you know, talking about eating disorders, talking about body image, self-image issues, talking about lack of self-love, talking about... OCD, anxiety, depression, talking about gossiping, talking about arthritis in the body, talking about stomach pains after every single meal, all of these things, right? When I tune in, and especially now I can hear myself more than ever when I hear those things, back then it was hard to listen. I didn't know how to talk to myself. But when I went on my journey, it was quite clear to me that there was many areas that needed support. And as you go through this work, you may be able to work through all these areas and then you'll notice like, oh, my physical health really needs support right now. You know, I meant, but like also big, like big thing too, is that when one kind of starts to go into an imbalance, it's kind of a domino effect and then everything starts to feel the effects because at the end of our day, our body is a whole, you know? So if you're having physical ailments, eventually your mind is going to catch up and you're going to start to maybe just feel drained from your physical ailments, or maybe you're going to start experiencing anxiety because your body is out of balance. So when I looked at everything I was going through, it was quite clear that I kind of needed a revamp in all areas of my life, whether that was environmental, whether that was focusing on loving myself, um, focusing on the foods that I ate and taking care of my gut and my physical body by moving it and walking, connecting with the earth, um, you know, auditing the circle of friends that I had in my life and just people around me um, and just, you know, the experiences that they brought onto my life or that I was a part of from the groups that I was with. Um, just things like that, right? Like I had to really make shifts in all areas. And it's not that I woke up one morning and did it all. It was very gradual. And it was kind of like what's screaming at me the most and really working through that and then moving through it all. But 
through like my main practices, guys, like eating well, like eating well is so important. And I have balance. I have balance. Last night I ordered nine cookies and my boyfriend and I were eating them and we ordered them from our favorite place. And we have some in the freezer. We're going to eat them all week. Like not saying that a cookie is like a bad thing, but I'm just saying I don't eat salads all day. You know what I mean? Like I definitely don't. I enjoy all of the things that you feel like you're like, no, I don't want to give up. I enjoy them all. But I ask myself, how do you feel? What do you need? My body's needs and my health is my top priority. So I really focus on what I need and how I feel. And my kind of rule of thumb is like, if I'm going to enjoy foods that just don't make me feel my best, because at the end of the day, I do have some sensitivities and intolerances. So things like dairy, gluten, they just sugar, like they just don't make me feel physically good. I'm not scared of them. I'm not afraid of what they're going to do to my body. But physically, there is a bodily reaction that I experience, whether that's brain fog, whether that's lack of energy, whether that's irritation, whether that's digestion issues. I'm aware that these my body doesn't like these things. So I'm not going to give it to them just because I'm like food freedom. I have food freedom, but I my body is top priority. If my body doesn't like it, then I'm not going to just give it to it. You know, like I let myself have them. But my kind of rule is a thumb is like, what energy state am I in when I'm receiving this food? Food is such a beautiful gift and something to be so enjoyed and to be so appreciative with and to just like have that intimate experience with food. So when I am going to enjoy like a regular, let's say like old pizza with a gluten crust with cheese on it and all the things that like my inner child loved, right? Like I'm making sure I'm enjoying that with laughter and love and friends. And maybe it's not friends, but I'm like putting on like a reminiscent movie or I'm just sitting with myself eating this pizza, like enjoying every last bite, right? But it's like the state of receiving has to be high vibe. I'm not going to sit there. I'm really not going to sit there and be in a low state eating this food because I'm not really going to sit in any state in low state and eat food because The way we ingest food like in a negative state is just, we just don't digest it the same. We're not in a rest and digest state. Therefore, our food gets stuck. Our body's not focusing on digesting and then we experience issues. So I, yeah, like this is kind of like a side tangent and I do have a whole episode on food and I would love to do kind of one a little bit more deeper on like digestion and just like rest and digest state. But just something to think about. It's just like, let we don't have to cut anything out ever. But it's just like being mindful of what actually makes your body feel good. 99% of the things I was eating in the past made my body feel like garbage. And it really just did. Like, that's what I realized. And when I started to eat in a way that fueled my body more, I felt so much better. It was like an immediate night and day switch. When I stopped forcing myself to go to the gym and run laps around my neighborhood, I felt so much better. And, you know, that may work for you, but that just didn't work for me. When I just started doing Pilates and hot yoga and just going on light walks, my body was like, oh my gosh, thank you. Like, I love this because I was already under so much mental stress that putting on the physical stress of my body was just like, no, like it just didn't work for me. So finding what works for you, taking the time, guys, to get real with yourself, get uncomfortable, ask yourself questions, dive deeper into how you're feeling mentally and physically, like release things, release things that have, that don't serve you anymore. Like going through release practices to find more freedom and lightness within you. There's so much to kind of go through, but my biggest thing is take it day by day and ask yourself, center yourself. Like if you do anything, guys, whether you're starting your healing journey or deepening it or continuing it, if you do anything, find stillness within your day especially if you can first thing in the morning. It's not even a lot. Two minutes, five minutes is effective. You don't have to be there for 40. If you feel called to and you have that space, take it like beautiful. But absolutely anyone, I don't care what schedule you're on, you can find time for this. Even if it's setting your alarm five minutes earlier, you can do this. And asking yourself, what do I need today? How can I support my physical body today? How can I support my mental body today? What do I need to let go of? What do I need to let in? Questions like this can be a space for you to really, really open up what you deeply needed. And I wish I had this practice back when I started because 
when I first started, it was an overwhelm of like, holy shit, there's so much that needs to change, so much that needs to be done. There's so much that I'm experiencing and I need to fix it all. And it was a back and forth, like juggling tasks all day. Yes, I did it, but like there was a more graceful way that I probably could have run about by just taking it day by day and asking myself what I truly needed and honoring what came up. Like stop making excuses for yourself, honestly. Like you have the answers. Stop saying that you don't have the answers like you do. Whether that's your body saying, I need to rest more. I need to let this person go. I need to change the way I'm eating a bit because I'm just not feeling like this aligns with me. You know, maybe it's, I want to move a little bit differently. Maybe it's, I need to go to bed earlier. Maybe it's, I need to invest in a coach or a healer or a therapist to help me work through X, Y, and Z because I need that extra support. It's getting real with yourself, guys. Like, you have the answers of how you can support yourself and there is millions of resources out there and loving and respecting yourself enough to make that choice to listen to yourself so ultimately I think you know regardless of where you are in your journey always working on that self-love muscle working on loving yourself and appreciating yourself respecting yourself enough to make these decisions because when you think of somebody that you love deeply you're never letting them down you're gonna make sure that they're always happy you're gonna make sure that they're making the right decisions for themselves you're gonna check in on them you're gonna do these things for them and why is it any different with ourselves right like I want you to love yourself enough that you're able to like know what you need and honor those choices and make those decisions for yourself and really take action because that's where that self-love comes from, right? It's like that love enough to take that action to like do what you need to do rather than sitting in self-hatred and letting yourself experience the pain and pain over and over and over again. You deserve freedom. You deserve to live a light life and you it's there for you. It exists. And I'm always here to talk and there's always room to go deeper and to learn more I think again like if you take anything from this really focusing on asking yourself what you need and making that decision to do what it is removing the judgment of what you think you should do based on social media based on what others have told you based on what other people are doing in your life but really focusing on what is coming up when you ask that and removing the idea that any of it is cringe like connecting with yourself is so beautiful And if you look at most of the population, most people are depressed, miserable, living a life they don't love, don't love themselves, don't take care of themselves, X, Y, Z. And that is because they feel like they can't do this work or that they're better than this work and that they don't need it, right? But it's like, we all need this work and we could all benefit from it. So if you want to live a life that most people don't, whether that's just freedom within yourself or a luxurious adventurous life then like you have to get real and honest with yourself you have to take the time to prioritize your health mentally physically and intensely work on that self-love muscle so to wrap it all up why this work is so important to me is because I've experienced tough times mentally and physically and I've experienced being really low I've experienced hating myself I've experienced depths of fear I've experienced things I thought I would never get through. And this work is the thing, the only and sole thing that has pulled me out of the darkest, deepest holes. And this work will forever be ongoing. This work has changed my life in multiple and various different ways. I've met incredible people. I've made incredible connections with myself and with others. I've learned so much about my body and the human body in general, so much about the mind, what we what we desire in life, the core of human beings and just this interconnectedness that you literally is just, it is so important and there is nothing like that connection. Like that is ultimate bliss. And this work is just so powerful because it's gotten me through the things that I thought I would never get through, but also the things that are kind of deemed in this world is like something you just live with, something you just are, something that can't really be can't really be helped right and like I know that there's severities and extremes to everything but speaking from my own experience just this work has really gotten me through my personal hard times and I just I'm indebted to this work truly and honestly so 
with all that being said, I'm going to end it here. I feel like I've been recording for a while and I hope that you've received something and you feel ready to commit to your health and wellness in order to thrive and to live a life you've always, always dreamed of. It is all there for you. And I'll just say like, I have experienced moments where I was like, this isn't working. I don't know what I'm going to do. It wasn't all smooth sailing. Once I started the work, it was a lot of back and forth, but it was that idea of unconditional love and unconditional commitment and like this is what I'm doing and there's no other option to the outcome that I'm going to receive and just full-headed accepting the experience for all the ups and downs and trusting that I'm getting exactly what I need out of it has brought me to a place of trust within myself and deeper love and acceptance and connectedness so yeah I love you guys so much I'm always here for you thank you so much for listening and I will see you guys next week bye guys (laughs) 